Welcome to Q Deep Dives, another one from our Patreon archives. Q Deep Dives were recorded during the production of season one, so even we didn't know everything that was going to happen yet. Even so, this is your official spoiler warning. Members of the cast will be discussing events which transpired in season one, so if you're not caught up and you want to keep the story a mystery, maybe save this one for later. Uh, hello and welcome to QD Deep Dives. Uh, today we have Jared. I play uh, Patsy and Signana. And you have Tori, who plays Jolene. So today, I guess, uh, we're sort of going through various moments. Um, Scarlet provided a helpful list. Um, and I think we're, we sort of decided on... Uh, I guess a funny little one, a weird little moment uh, in our history is the cactus juice moment. Honestly, still one of my favorite parts. Oh my god. The editing in that was crazy. Yeah, that's right where, you know, Sammy starts showing their true colors as an actually, like, an actually really good editor. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's when they really, like, chose to sort of experiment with the format, because previously it was, like, some fade-in music, or, like... The editing was still, like, it was good enough that you didn't notice it, because it was obviously everything was cut together and it felt flowy. Mm. But yeah, this is this was the experimental side, which worked and paid off well. It really, like, I don't know, it heightened the scene, because, like, the vibe was weird, but, like, in a good way when we sort of started that. I mean, like, us as a group was pretty weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, like, with the cactus juice scene, just because we were oh, just yeah, sort of... Because we could sort of see, like, the rabbit hole it was going down. Yeah, and, you know, like, whenever we play games, I feel like two in particular, we we definitely go, okay, and, and then we just keep going, and it just doesn't stop. (laughs) Especially with, like, the the scaly juice arc, like, all the scaly juice moments where both of us were the ones that were like, fuck it, let's try it. So I guess you put... Like, those two in uh, a scene of, like, a random stranger has offered you a drink and you're dying of thirst. Yeah. And we're just like, like what's, like what's you the said. worst that happened? Yeah. Yeah, you put the most impulsive people possible in a situation where there's no, you know, vo- little voice in their head that says, mm. hey, have some common sense, maybe not accept any random thing that some, that, you know... <laughs> A snake person you has just offers you drinks. Yeah. Oh Don't yeah, drink the little voice also trees. known as Nim and Cremora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I do feel like everyone in the cast, at the very least, has a brain cell. It just doesn't work in certain configurations. Oh, I think like and it was it was weird listening back to like especially around those moments and the scenes surrounding it, like I very much at that point had, what was it? The way I roleplayed Signana was by turning off that one brain cell and just reacting. <laughs> yep, that's that's basically how I play Jolene, honestly. <laughs> like, all of Jolene's actions, you can tell, like, if you listen through. I don't think whenever I do this sort of thing. If you, if you give me the opportunity to think, Jolene's actions become worse. <laughs> <laughs> All the good interactions and all the good actions she's ever had is whenever I don't think. Like, me, Tori, doesn't think. Yeah. Well, I think that that's just something with role-playing as well, is that, like, sometimes the best moments, the best scenes really just come through 
like ad lib as opposed to like, oh, here's something I want to act out or like, okay, I need a moment for like a good plan. Sometimes just flying by the city or pants, especially with the cactus juice moment was Mm -hmm. it just makes for was a good scene. It was such a change of pace, especially from sort of like the, the scene before it and then the scenes following it. Um, because yeah, I think it was like right off the back of like a dramatic battle. Yeah, and it's right before Thin Red Line as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is geez. arguably the most dramatic part of QD. Oh, man. Uh, it's yeah. a good part. It's a good part. That arc was fun because that was just like, yeah, I think that was, I think, was that the very first time we did uh, splits, like the party splits? I think that was the very first time yeah. we did a party slip, split. And yeah, I think that was good. Like the, what was it? It was fun pairings because you had like, I guess the dynamics of Nim and Cremora and they were able to play out more of their story together. Um, and then we just had us as just like the comedic side. Yeah. Like at the very least I've noticed in a lot of the games that our group plays, like Mm. this isn't including QD. Yeah. Well, I guess it is including QD, but like at large, our friend group, you tend to play a lot of like jokey characters and I, I, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> it's it's funny, sort of looking back at it now, because like I think Cutie started sort of maybe like a bit after a while after like the last campaign that Scarlet used to DM, and uh, like during that era, I was very much of a after playing a few Edge Lords like dramatic characters and like not enjoying it at all. I sort of went all in on just I played joke characters. Yeah, that's fair. And that's sort of the place, like, Signana and at least, like, early days Patsy came from. Yeah. And it's sort of funny and weird listening back and being like, uh, like, oh, I I play sort of different kinds of characters nowadays. Um, And that sort of does bleed through with what I try to bring forth in terms of character to Patsy. But, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, like, it's, I, I very much do thrive with, characters that have at least like a humorous hook in one way or another yeah at the very least it gives you know your characters arguably like Mm. this isn't a diss on anyone else's character particularly since i i will be dissing my own character (laughs) like your character is my favorite i know i said before like in another in another thing uh i think it was a interview with uh but Mm. patsy and Signana have grown on me a lot. Patsy more so than Signana now because I've spent more time with him, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> well, I think it's, yeah, Patsy's had the time to sort of have more of an arc, I think. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, like, like I think everything I really else was sort of reactionary. It. Yeah. I really appreciate um, Patsy's kind of, like, forthcomingness and mm. the fact that he's both not afraid to do something stupid, but also holds, like, a shit ton of power within him. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, when this is coming out, but if we've done some battle sequences with Patsy, at the very least, you you are you are a force to be reckoned with. Well, I think it's, um, was it speaking to the other force to be reckoned with in the party? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, and I think it's, the thing that's been good as well is that, um, especially this, this sort of pasta. I know I've gotten so off topic. Cactus juice is matter. way far in the distance, but I think it's just a QD deep dive. We'll just keep chatting. Um, yeah. yeah and I think, uh, especially Jolene, like with the past couple of arcs, we very much got to delve into just sort of like, like Jolene really created 
the gravity of like everything we've been doing, especially like over the like not even just um the current arc now, but the um arcs prior to that with the the Kartos arc was in the whole your family being hostage at multiple points throughout. Yeah. And I think it's Jolene very much grounds the party in well, I guess like not the human aspect, but like the the halfling aspect. Yeah. In the like the notions of like family and um like whether we're out of our depths, like like there is gravities to it that, and you've created especially like through the ghost zones and the uh and everything else, they um you've allowed yourself to have those moments of doubt and like pure emotion between both like between multiple characters as well as like within your family unit and that's really created so much nuance and struggle in the story which is like that isn't just us against gods yeah like i've like now that you mention it like thinking back on everything jolene's always been the kind of like the balancing force on should we actually do this because she she was the one who was against nim all the way back all the way in the two mark oh yeah yeah right at the start yeah yeah right at the start and she was the only one who not the only one but she was the one in the party who was against you know destroying the bell of bosca which really kind of kick-started our entire adventure yeah that was that was a um (laughs) yeah that was a an unfortunate early death that led to an entire campaign Yeah, yeah i know yeah that was that was really cool honestly um yeah if if jolene had won that fight actually i feel like things would be very different yeah true like the uh i think very much yeah that deal and everything that sort of went around it it shaped a lot of the events going forward and it created sort of like sammy to play uh with a lot of strange morality or like other things that don't really like so that do somewhat align with the hero's journey but like uh but also at points go against it mm. i think yeah a lot of like uh sammy's dramatic tensions have come in with moments where it's um you have to choose between what was it doing something that would be the nice way of doing things or doing what you have to do yeah yeah like a really good example is also kind of close to the thin red line mm. that I've just thought of is Jolene having to choose between curing the sick child that she first meets yes. on the island versus going back and curing her mother. I think it's definitely another QD deep dive is that exact scene. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, I think that that's something we have to do with the whole party. Cause that's one of my, that's one of my top moments in terms of just like, creative solutions and um and just the strife of the moment um yeah we, we all like i think we braked at the reveal and yeah, so we I had we so long to be like what the hell are we gonna do um yeah now that was a what was it that was an interesting i don't know i just freaking i've loved all the like the nuanced decisions we've had to make yeah yeah like bless uh bless ashla god i almost called ashla name <laughs> <laughs> Ursula really mm. saved my bacon at that choice because yep. this will be discussed in another one, I'm sure. Uh, mm. But it's in Chekhov's scaly juice, and 
<laughs> I cannot believe that that actually worked. Like, I, it's been a that. year. It's been well over a year since yep. that. Yeah. And I'm still baffled. Oh, uh, well, we'll pull, pull ourselves back because I, th- I think that that very much deserves its own episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Its own deep dive. But yeah, I think the the cactus juice was a fun time. I think I don't know about you, but I very much was at least at the start drawing from the influence of like Avatar: The Last Airbender, like their whole desert cactus juice thing. Yeah, same. Um, um, it was very much the what was it? It's like oh, we'll just be goofy and go with it. And I think Sammy just prompted us with like a couple questions at the start. Yeah. Um, to th- really yeah, get I us think going, it was just like. What do you think is there? What give me a plant that turns up on the island? And it was like cactuses. Yeah. Well, I think like, it, was, it was handed to us by the the snurson. Um, yeah, it's the snurson. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was yeah, it was very much like I like that. Like it just it was just two questions, and then Sammy left us to our devices, and <laughs> yeah. we just kept going, like for a yep. solid like three minutes of just riffing. Uh, I was friggin' <laughs> oh my god the editing in the back I can't believe because we on the spot we just made it like we didn't know what it existed or anything but like the whole me theme um pengu yeah yeah like that was just something like a couple references we threw out because we're like oh this would be a dumb thing one quick google after the fact and we it had exists. a backing track yeah. Yeah. Um, I, st- I still don't know whether or not the person who made that in the first place knows that it's been put to a good use, but, you know, thank yeah. you, whoever you are, anonymous you. internet person. <laughs> for creating that and bringing it into the world forever. Yeah. It's yeah. permanently immortalized <laughs> in our hearts and also our ears. <laughs> and our souls. <laughs> Speaking of souls, though, mm-hmm. how do you think Signana is taking all of this? Well, Sig- oh, you mean with the whole the dying, dying thing? Yeah, like if Signana was here with us right now, mm-hmm. like how would he, how would he, you know, deal with all of this? Oh, what would he have to say to like Nim? I honestly don't. It's 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 a hard because I I had the thought beforehand because I know that like Signana, actually like that like something around the orb might happen. Not that it'd be like I had no idea of the situation that would go down the way it did, but at least like I was thinking about sort of Signana's state within that orb, and very much the th- like the thought I had was. Beyond everything, he'd just be supremely lonely. And yeah. I think very much um, a lot of that ego would sort of dissolve and there would just be this sort of... I don't know. Like, the, if Signana was to come back, there might have been, like, a hollow sort of isolation. Not that they would be detached, but more that they'd be overly attached. Right. Um. So I think... Honestly, yeah, like it's, I think Signana very much as a character would have developed in a way that if they were to have returned to the party in this last arc, it would have been less of a like comedic relief silly kind of thing. And maybe just like someone mortally scared for those around them. Yeah, like you could sense that even in like the short time that Mm. he had in the more recent episodes. Like, 
What were his final words again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, I had, to, I had to go away and think on that yeah. one. I think it was... Um, there was something like this. Will, this is great, but uh, but please don't leave me, or please yeah, don't let it I end. Think, I think that's ex- that's. I think the first. I think the first one was right. Was ex- yeah. yeah, the first one was right. Yeah, because I listened to it recently. Yeah, couldn't remember it. And it was. Um, I think yeah, very much what I like because I didn't want to do a whole like guilt trip thing of them being like how could you do this to me or i didn't want to be like uh, this is all fine because that's not how i thought signana would have been in the moment because for at least for the longest time like they they enjoyed the adventurous side because they more or less had a journey to find themselves and while they were lost they were yearning to return to it mm, yeah um yeah lost in that void and i think to sort of come back and have that be a realization of like curtains closed, there's nothing more. I think it's just it's just at that point it's just pure fear of being yeah. lost. I think if Signana had made it out of that fight mm. and you know, if like in some alternate universe Nim and Cremora save him. They somehow manage to destroy that messenger before escaping out of the ghost zone. I think seeing Signana again and seeing what the adventure has done to him would have convinced Jolene to go home. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because when she talks to her dad, she's still on the fence, but she did actually, you know, take Patsy's words to heart. You know, when he was yeah. mad and everything, and he apologized for being mad, but th- the stuff that he's saying is right. Like, whenever I create characters, at the very least, yeah, they have a tendency to be villains. So, uh, in specific for Jolene, though, I decided to kind of flip it on its head and make her outwardly the villain rather than secretly inside the villain. Yeah. But- you know, kind of flipped it where Jolene outwardly seems like a villain. Like, she's a thief. She does anything she can do possibly to get her way and stuff. But yeah. at her heart, she's got a heart of gold. She will do what's right by everyone, provided she sees, you know... The merit in it, yeah. Yeah. And I think if she had seen exactly what the consequences were to you know this entire escapade like signana dying was not something she could control yeah and at the time she was really close to signana i guess and um if you know he had made it back and talked to her again and told her about what how lonely he was in the orb she literally would have dropped everything taken signana taken her dad and rode all the way back home Oh, that would have been crazy to see how that played out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, like, Signana's like, you know, the the Molly of the group. <laughs> God damn it. I wish I didn't have to make, you know, comparisons to other existing yeah. content. But, like, he's the character that kind of holds the team together. And, you know, he does this by dying, basically. Yeah, I think it was... Um... I don't know, like, there was sort of, like, a strangely formative moment around the, 
um, the death of, like, or at least the original death of Signana in that, like, while they were sort of at a loss, they sort of had to make sure it was worth it. Yeah. And, yeah, and I guess, like, playing between Signana uh, and Patsy for that short period of time, I was trying to sort of discover Signana in, like, different ways and thinking of, like, how it would change him. Um, some were good, some were bad, like Meat Dragon. I, 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 I personally, I, that was just, uh, I don't know. I was trying to make Signana unhinged, but that just sort of went in a weird angle. Yeah. I feel like yeah. anything that's, that goes along the vaguely grimdark, yeah. uh, in inverted commas, if like vaguely grimdark direction with Sammy in the game tends to not really go grimdark and just goes silly dark <laughs> that is Have true that? that is true and saying that like Kromora's managed to at least like bring that grim dark in but um but a lot of silly dark does come through yeah Kromora has a really really messed up backstory mm. and i would not want to be her i do not envy her despite the fact that she has magic i do not envy her speaking of grim dark actually <laughs> yeah yeah um okay so i can safely say that jolene's origins were originally meant to be grimdark, but, like, in that first session that we played, just playing with Sammy made me think, yeah, anything grimdark's not gonna fly here, never yeah. mind. <laughs> like, it just, it just wouldn't match the, the kind of vibe. Like, especially even, like, early QD did really set the tone for the rest of it, because we still have that, like, we have drama, we have tenseness, but there is still an element of comedy that just sort of... We're goofy. Like, yeah, we're goofy. It just sort of like even in like and it's the cast as well, like in dramatic scenes, Nim will still come across as flustered as sort of a comedic thing. Like Kromora has like badassery but still has moments of stumbling in between. Jolene just sort of has like a like a like even in like murder hobo moments, just like a just a like <laughs> she do like a billion damage and we just have yeah. this thing of like, well that's that's now deleted. And then, yeah, like, obviously, like, Signana was just a pure comedy character in terms of, Signana like, a lot of... Signana was the goofy balance to Jolene. Yeah. Well, insane. Like, I think we were, like, we were both had that goofy energy to, like, in our characters and in, like, the way we had role-played them. Like, even yeah. if it was, like, Jolene just, like, stealing the eggs from that single tavern owner. Yep. And I think it was very much, and that's why our characters vibe so much sort of throughout the show. I think yeah. Cactus Juice was sort of like where we really, really got to, like that sort of arc onwards is where we sort of got to explore it a bit more. Yeah, like our characters properly clicked, you know? Yeah, it was very much like it wasn't just a written backstory before of like cons we previously did or it was more or less like before this big battle arc that then followed, we just sort of had a moment of... Uh, comedic stumbling through the various, like, scenarios and pitfalls and interactions and, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's probably pretty clear in, like, the recordings and stuff, but I'm really bad at ad-libbing. <laughs> I'm really bad at making things up on the fly. I, like, I, I have too much. Either I can do, like, either I'm flowing and it's going well, or, like, I, I just can't make a thought. Like it's, yep. I think it's very much. I don't have many in betweens, but um, yeah. I think Signana was good as a character to sort of switch off that like uh, 
a dialogue in the back of my mind and just sort of just go with it. And I had did like I guess we're going back to the what was a lot of the most amazing ad libbed moments. But even that like the the cactus scene was one of the best ad libbed moments in, and especially in the entire show. Just the whole you got the entire cast to crack up with the like yeah. the who fucked a swan. Yeah. Like that out of all the lines that like we've had funny moments we've had uh like major breaks or like subversions of things that what was it of our expectations in the show that was the one line that just broke us like (laughs) yeah oh i feel like it's because like all of us as players aren't yeah you know super inappropriate as general people and also (laughs) like the tone of the show yeah but Jolene can more or less be relied on to make some really stupid sexual joke. <laughs> yeah, true. We sort of, we do keep it in that vein. And I think it was um, sort of like nice because it was just such a, like, uh, not jar, like jarring is the wrong word, but like just such a um, big shift from like our usual kind of, I don't know, like sometimes the humor's, the humor's just a bit, I don't even know how to classify the type of humor we use. I don't know, like, Signana was just sort of pun-based for most of it, or just ridiculous. But I think mm-hmm. that was just sort of, what was it, the Who Fucked a Swan line was just like, because there was a slight lead-on in a, like, just yeah. about the birds and the bees kind of thing. And yeah. it was just absolute gold. I feel like Jolene is like some untapped part of my id. Because whenever I play, whenever I play her, I don't think. I just say whatever like occurs in my brain. Whenever you know two synapses go off at the same time, I just say that. So if anyone thought I was smart, eh, <laughs> there's like a hand waving gesture uh, thing. It's like I can only think when I can't think. Yes. So that's Jolene. Yep. She can only think when she's not thinking. And Signana really helped with that. Oh, yeah. I think Signana was very much the same. Just sort of two dumb peas in a pod. Yep. Gotta love those two peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Patsy's kind of like in the same vein as well. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah, Patsy does have like a lot of joke aspects. I was actually listening to some Patsy today and I was like, wow, that does sound like, how does this not hurt the listener's ears? How do, uh, t- have you considered that the cast constantly wonders how it doesn't hurt your throat? Oh, it does, but it, oh. it's over time I've learned, like, I don't know if I've become resilient to it or, but like, Maybe. it's become a lot less taxing. Okay. But yeah, no, it's, um. Maybe you're not pushing it as much. True, true. Maybe I'm not going as, as gravelly and, what is it, gargling, I don't know, ashfall. I feel like- <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the first impression that I got when I heard Patsy's voice was one of those, like, smoky bar... Oh, what's it called? The the saxophone players. It's literally, like, I based it off, um... What was it? Uh, it was, like, a British comedy called The Mighty Boosh, and they just have mm-hmm. this uh, character called The Spirit of Jazz. <laughs> and it very much had that, like, that gravelly tone and, um... What was it? And, like, the... Ah, chica! Kind of he's thing. got the he's got the really he's got the underground New York accent. Yeah, yeah. So no, it um, what was it? Yeah, very much drew from that sort of place, and I'm glad that that translated. Yeah, so like I said, I really enjoy Patsy. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Well, our time is up. I think. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I just noticed yeah, this, as well. This really flew by. I wow. know. <laughs> like, yeah, that's these deep dives are great, actually, because it's yeah, we have a we have the chance to like not shut up about our characters yeah. for like half no, an hour and really, really um, provide the parts that Sammy would have uh, surgically removed with an audio scalpel. Yeah, oh, like they did in the first half. Also, I mean, oh, they've yeah, been getting yeah. better. They've been getting better about it. Yeah, true. Leaving some of the chess. Though there are times we just ramble. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I have no idea how Sammy managed to cobble together the conversation I had with my dad, in inverted commas, on the ship about whether or not to go home. Yeah. And my whole anecdote, in inverted commas, about Signata that we did not discuss. Because <laughs> I had to make that up on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, that was just like a backstory. I was listening back to it. That was actually the episode I listened to today. And it was just sort oh, of yeah. like, a, I was like, oh, yeah, this is something we haven't discussed at all, but I'll roll with it. It works. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to go too far with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to do something completely wacky and we'd have to retcon some things later on. But I also wanted to, you know, have some weight in terms of what I was talking about. So. Yeah. And just really apply. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, it hit both those marks. Yeah. Sammy, thank you. You're doing a great job. Thank you, Sammy. Okay. And thank you to our <laughs> Patreon listeners. Yeah. That was smooth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much for supporting us. This has been QD Deep Vibes. I'm Jared. Deep Vibes, yes. Deep Vibes. And I'm Tori. <laughs> All right, shall we, shall we do the usual outro? Yes, okay. Right. Bye. 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 Oh, God. I'm... <laughs>